the poor little sparrow once upon a time in some corner of the world lived two children ronnie and sylvia now ronnie and sylvia loved birds they even had a bird feeder in their garden every morning the children put out crumbs for the birds and a little bowl of water the birds always knew when the children were going to throw out the food and they came flocking down to wait chirrup chirrup said all the sparrows dressed in brown tirrily tirrily sang the robin in his creamy voice the starlings chattered the crows cawed the pigeons cooed and sometimes if the children were lucky there were also hummingbirds aren't they lovely said the children as they threw out the crumbs and some crusts from their own breakfast these birds are really friendly little things the children knew all the birds though it was difficult to tell one sparrow from another they knew the smallest one of all though because he had one white feather in its tail and that made him look rather strange one day the little sparrow flew down with the others but it could not seem to stand on the ground properly it fell over then tried to stand upright again and then fell over again look at that poor little sparrow said sylvia who was very very tender hearted what's the matter with it it can't stand hmm it's hurt its leg said roni oh sylvia i believe its leg is broken can you see sylvia went slowly closer to the birds they did not mind for they trusted the two children oh roni you are right she said its leg is broken into whatever are we to do now the poor little sparrow had that morning been caught by a cat which had managed to get away its little leg had been broken and the tiny creature did not know why it could not stand properly nor why it was in pain it had joined the other birds as usual for its breakfast but it could not eat for it felt too ill suddenly it fell right over and lay on the grass its eyes closed sylvia picked it up gently and put its soft little head against her cheek poor little sparrow she said it says in the bible that god sees every sparrow that falls so i expect he saw you too and hoped i would pick you up well i have but i don't know what to do to make you better but mother knew as soon as she saw the little bird she took out the old empty canary's cage and put the sparrow onto some clean sand at the bottom of the cage it has had a shock said mother it will soon come away presently and will be all right but oh look its leg is broken how can we mend it asked sylvia almost in tears well said mother if we break our legs 
the doctor sets the bone in the right position and then ties it to something that will keep it straight till the broken bone joins together and grows properly again what can we tie to the sparrow's tiny leg to keep it straight hmm, a match a match cried droney and he emptied some out of a matchbox that is a good idea said mother she gently picked up the sparrow whose eyes were still closed and laid it on the table then she tried to set the poor little leg straight with strands of silk she fastened the straight match stick to the thin small broken leg it looked very strange but at least now the broken leg was straight again oh mother said silvia joyfully you've done it so nicely when the bone joins again the leg will be quite all right won't it i hope so said mother putting the sparrow into the cage and shutting the door we shall keep the tiny thing in here and feed it until the leg is quite right and then it shall go free again when the sparrow opened its eyes it was surprised to find itself in a cage its leg still felt strange but it now no longer fell over because the matchstick supported it the little bird flew to a perch and chirped ronnie gave it some seed Sylvia gave it a mixture of potato and bread crumbs and the sparrow was simply delighted. It had a little dish of water for a bath and another dish to drink from set at the side of the big cage. At first it fluttered its wings against the bars of the cage to get out for it hated not being free. But as it still did not feel very well it soon gave up struggling. and sat on a perch feeding and bathing whenever it wanted to the leg healed quickly it was marvelous to see it the skin joined nicely and the broken bones seemed to grow together at once i think we might let our little sparrow fly away now said mother one day i am sure his leg is all right are you going to take the matchstick off now asked silvia Yes, said mother. So she took hold of the half-frightened bird and carefully and gently took away the silk binding from the leg and match. The match fell off and the little leg was straight and strong as ever. We've mended its leg. We've mended its leg, shouted the children in delight. You aren't a poor little sparrow anymore. Fly away. Fly away. The sparrow gave a chirrup and flew straight out of the window. How glad it was to be out of the cage. It flew into the trees and chirruped so loudly that all the other sparrows came round to hear what it had to say. Now you would think that the story gets finished over here because what else can happen now? You would never think that a small sparrow could possibly help the children in anything, would you? And yet, a few weeks later, a very strange thing happened. Ronnie and Sylvia had some glass marbles, the prettiest things you ever saw. They were blue and green and pink, and they had funny white lines curving around them. 
Ronnie and Sylvia were very proud of them for they had once belonged to their daddy. You can't get marbles like these nowadays, said daddy. You must take care of them. Well, Ronnie and Sylvia took them to play with in the park and there they met David, a big rough boy whom none of the other children liked. When he saw the marbles, he came up to the children and said, Give me those, he said, and I will give you some of my brown ones. No, thank you, said Ronnie, gathering his marbles up quickly. But he wasn't quick enough. David grabbed some of them and ran off laughing. Sylvia and Ronnie went after him. They are our marbles, shouted Ronnie. Give them back, David. I will put them somewhere and you take them, called back David. And what do you suppose he did with them? Why, the horrid boy dropped them all into a hole in the tree. Then he ran off, giggling. Ronnie and Sylvia ran to the tree. They tried to slip their small hands into the hole, but they couldn't. The hole was too small. We can't get our marbles out, said Sylvia. They're gone. Oh, that horrible, horrible boy. Cheer up, said a cheerful little voice nearby. The children looked up. It was their little sparrow. They knew it was the same one because of the white feather in its tail. I wish you could get our marbles, sighed Ronnie. Your foot is quite small enough to go into the whole sparrow. But of course, you can't understand us. Cheer up, said the sparrow. And what do you think he did? Why, he flew to the hole and instead of putting in his foot, he put the hole of himself in. Yes, he quite disappeared into that little hole, but not for long. He popped up again, head first, and in his beak he held a green marble. He dropped it on the ground and disappeared into the hole once more. Up he came with a blue marble this time. The children were so astonished that they didn't even pick up the marbles. The little sparrow fetched every single marble out of the hole before he flew off with a last cheerful chirrup. Then the children picked them up and went racing home to tell mother the strange and lovely incident. How very extraordinary, said mother. It must be put into a story, for everyone will love to read about the poor little sparrow that did such a kind thing. It just shows what friends we can make if only we are kind to even the smallest of things. So here is this story and I do hope you enjoyed it. And I know that you now know what to do if you ever come across a bird with a little broken leg. Good night children and sweet dreams.